0: So you think that was good, do you? A podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of (laughs) their universes. My name is Evan. I am joined by Carl, but forget about that boy right now because we are once again joined by Samuel, who I have not shared an episode with since episode 50. 50 first dates. It's been... Like twenty five more weeks, Samuel. God. It's a blessing. <clears throat> it's a curse, uh, and then all the way back around to a blessing again to have you back. H- how you doing, boy?
1: <laughs> it's been a really long time. I've I've missed this. I've missed getting my eardrums blown out.
0: That's especially loud. <laughs> Loudest in a while.
2: Yeah, it's I some more good recently in the hook episode.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It
1: hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been an extended hiatus. I
2: would love to know. Yeah, triumphant return. How many people hear that hello and welcome and just go, "Yep, no, not for me. Stop.
1: I'd love to know.
0: (laughs) 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 I know it. (laughs) But I don't stop doing it. (laughs) Because the people who love it, love it. And
1: the people that don't... It's like our screening process.
0: ...aren't going to enjoy the rest of what I do, so...
2: I disagree, because we're here, and we're like the water to your squash. We dilute you down, I think.
0: Maybe you should speak first, Maybe they need the water before I don't know, the Sambuca kicks in. I could
2: do the hello, Sam will do the end, and then you can just hit that high note. (laughs) Welcome!
0: (laughs) I don't know why I did lemon grab.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll be a Lure people in, and then slap them across the
0: face with did you ask how i am yet sam whilst i'm enjoying this banter i don't (laughs) even know who you are right now uh i've asked how you are sam and i need nine months worth of more than that well march is the last time is that's when you left wasn't it to south america uh yeah Uh, so give me all stories (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but also Um, keep in mind we need this to be under an hour
1: Okay, so in the next sort of two to three minutes, I'll give you the rundown of everything that I did and everywhere that I went. Yeah, I've I've spent the the last seven months, technically, travelling through from Mexico down to Peru. Had some uh, good times. There you go. There's all the anecdotes.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for you starting that job at the South American Tourism Board. (laughs) They have stolen you. Carl, how are you doing, mate? Please have something better than that. And I saw you last week.
2: <laughs> I am not good, mate. <laughs> oh, good! I, I sent Sam a microphone in the post so that he could be with us today. Oh, yes.
0: Of course. And then he used it to tell him that
2: story. <laughs> no, no. And it got broken, Yes, which I messaged you about. And yeah. so I messaged the Royal Mail about this and said, You broke my microphone. What are you going to do? And I got a letter in the post today. We apologize for this.
1: Battered to shit. So we're
2: sending you £10. And I was like, ah, oh, so it's £10 at least. Enclosed. Mm. Had a look in. What they've sent me is £10 of first-class stamps.
0: Oh, that is Fucking perfect. hell. To be fair, that's their currency. But for... yeah, it, it, I mean, everyone who's listening is probably about our age. So maybe people are aware how much stamps cost. But com- compared to how much they used to cost, how many stamps did you get is what I'm asking right now.
2: Well, I got eight. They're £1.25 each. <laughs> but it, it's like... It's like getting a gift card for a shop that doesn't exist anymore. I do not send posts.
1: Well, those well, you, you, those you eight do, stamps might if, last Even if you me did send post, you wouldn't send them anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> Here you go. Use these stamps, affix them to the next <laughs> microphone you want to send, and we'll send some... big cunt ram with a baseball bat.
2: Well, I need to get to Bristol at the start of next month, I might just fix them all to my forehead and see if they'll
0: drive me down. And then (laughs) drop you off at the hospital. Oh, how did you contact... You didn't send a letter, obviously.
2: Did you email? Well, of course I didn't send a letter. I do not have any steps. (laughs) Yeah, they they have a a complaint.
0: It's so funny. They they straight up refuse to accept email because it's putting them out of business. So they sent you a letter (laughs) in return. (laughs) <laughs> Did they even ask for your email in a field Or was it just your address
2: Yeah they asked for my email And <laughs> sent me an email saying thank you We'll be in touch soon I got that message okay. within it really 10 minutes angry about it. The next message took two days Because it was my fucking post <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh that is perfect
1: That is great oh. And just to explain the uh, The microphone in question is what I'm recording with, and I've had to take it apart and kind of... I mean, I'm not going to oversell my technical ability. I've just levered the uh, USB port back into place, and it's very tenderly balanced at the moment, so if I touch this desk at all, I'm gone.
2: <laughs> How did you go more into detail in that story than your seven months in South America and Central America?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's too... I can't even uh, that's too much to ask. You could have said one thing you the, did. I'll pepper the stories in. <laughs> okay, I got dengue and lost my laptop.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, well let's get into what we've watched this week, boys. Everybody who's listening will know because they love listened to Johnny mnemonic that we are doing Keanu November. And this week we have watched Chain Reaction, I believe. (laughs) You believe. I just watched it, but I'm not totally convinced that's the name of the movie. I'm pretty (laughs) sure I've watched it. 1993?
2: 1996.
0: Keanu Reeves. Okay, but I didn't watch this movie. I watched a 1993 movie. 1996, Keanu Reeves, Rachel Wise... Brian Cox, Morgan Freeman. Those are our big stars of this movie. Uh, Also, Michael Shannon for a millisecond.
1: And Neil Flynn. (laughs) Uh,
0: Whoever that is. AKA
1: the janitor. Yeah. Oh. (laughs)
0: Uh, Briefly. From Scrubs. He was in this. Yeah. I don't think I watched this movie, boys. (laughs) So let's continue and see what happens this might be fun uh, i'll do the plots not for everyone at a chicago university a research team that includes brilliant eddie oh i practiced the name but now i'm looking at it and i'm afraid to say it kasalovich keanu reeves experiences a breakthrough a stable form of fusion that may lead to a waste-free energy resource however Dr. Paul Simon, brackets Morgan Freeman, has ties to a private company that wants to exploit Shannon. the technology. What did I say? <laughs> Paul, Paul Simon. I <laughs> <laughs> <uncle's> singing partner. <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to Paul Simon earlier, that's why I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Shannon has ties
2: to a private
0: company that wants oh, so well to exploit oh. the technology to... That name I said earlier again. And Dr. (laughs) Lily Sinclair, who's played by Rachel Wise. A friend for murder and the fusion device is stolen. On the run from the FBI, they must recover the technology and exonerate themselves. Oh, I thought I was doing so well.
1: (laughs) You know what? You did the best you could. The best that could be expected. That plot synopsis though is a fucking mess. Yeah, um, none of that's true.
2: Oh, oh, also, boiling water is not fusion. It's
1: not.
0: No, and <laughs> it's not a private company. It's the CIA.
1: It's not a private company. It's a branch of the CIA. And also, they weren't framed for murder. They were framed for terrorism. Terrorism,
0: yes. <laughs> but like, they did—they did do a murder. But once you've done terrorism, they stop mentioning that, don't they? Yeah.
1: Basically. Yeah.
0: And then they later did actual murders. <laughs> so <they
3: weren't> framed <laughs> for those. <laughs>
2: But if you do murders in the effort to prove that you didn't do murders, those ones are fine. But it's like, if you yeah. escape from prison to That's prove around. that you shouldn't have been sent to prison, if you murder to prove you didn't murder, <laughs> double jeopardy, sure. On
0: your way. <laughs> well, I would love to start out by talking about Keanu Reeves as the scientist. Well, this is Keanu-Vember, yeah. so of course we're going to start out talking about him. You weren't here for Johnny Mnemonic, Sam?
1: No, and because the episode's just out at time of recording this... Or is it is it even out yet? No, it comes out, It'll no, come out on Monday. Yes. Okay, well, I ha- there you go. For that reason, I have not even heard it or seen the film.
0: So, I've got no idea. And for everyone listening, that's so confusing to us because for once we're ahead by a week. So, this is yeah. we're all over the place. We don't know how to deal with how proactive we've
2: been. I bet mean, you say that. I've given myself a day to edit the whole thing today. Yes, you have still <laughs> left it to the last minute to edit.
0: Anyway, Keanu is decided. scientist. Well yeah, so in John Mnemonic, his acting was atrocious. Beyond, like, we could not understand how he was hired for this job, let alone how he wasn't fired. In this, it's hard to gauge how good of an actor he was because he says very little and acts very little. Like, the character, and I'm going to touch on this again later... He is just a guy whose stuff is happening to. I don't know anything about him at all, but the film starts with having you believe that Keanu Reeves is a scientist, but he is a different kind of scientist because he's the one on the edge. He's the one who figures all this out. He knows what the frequencies are to get this hydrogen bomb turned into (laughs) a a power source that creates clean, free energy for everyone. And to showcase what that scientist looks like in this film, and also explaining how Keanu Reeves is passing as a scientist, they've put a motorcycle in the back of every scene where he is doing science. (laughs) So you both know that he can do science, but also he's cool and different. I'm not your
1: average. Pretty cool guy. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much we've already covered that I want to talk about, but the Keanu playing a normal guy thing, that feels like it's just, that's the roles that he can do that he's better. Like, I love Keanu.
2: We all do. We are in the Keanu wheelhouse for this one. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. You, If you're going to cast Keanu in a role, it's got to be normal guy that stuff happens to. <laughs> you don't... I mean, name an emotion that well, no, well, Keanu well, yeah, this is, is it.
2: portraying. Like, Johnny Mnemonic, I love Keanu Reeves. He has so many movies that, that we're doing one at the end of this, The Matrix. And But any. As soon as he was required to portray any emotion in Johnny Mnemonic, you just go, oh, he's not a very good actor, is he? And I like him so much, I just feel bad.
0: Same. Yeah, like you've got to make excuses for him. But uh, yeah, we came out positive for that movie. (laughs) It's Jesus time, baby. (laughs) You've got to watch that, Sam. It's so good.
1: I I do need to watch it. I need to watch it and then listen to the episode.
0: Oh, please. We need Um, them.
1: (laughs) But no, he's... Yeah, he plays a... What is he, a student of mechanics?
2: They call him a machinist.
1: A machinist. Okay. But he also fulfills every other role on this research team.
0: He can do all science. And also ride a motorcycle. So don't forget that.
1: And also ride a motorcycle.
2: He's the least qualified member of this team, but somehow the only one who's figuring all this out. He literally just drills holes in things, but somehow is just outsmarting all the PhD physicists. Can we get into the science of what he's doing? Oh, please,
0: if you can more than what the, the film did, I would. I would love that. I would love to understand what I was seeing.
2: I'm really glad that Sam is back for this one because yeah, they've got this machine that they're building, with the idea being that they can use water to produce hydrogen power, and therefore there'll be clean, cheap energy for everyone. But he figures out how it works just by himself with his motorcycle in the background while he's drilling holes in something. Because apparently, if you if you play your keyboard to Boiling water, then it sinks back and you get free energy. I think is the science behind
0: this. As long as the motorcycle's in the room.
1: Yeah. What you've done there is oversimplified it to the point of making it sound ridiculous, but <laughs> that is exactly what this film does, in that nothing makes any fucking sense. You said in the plot synopsis that this is meant to be nuclear fusion. It's it's not.
0: They explicitly say in the movie, there is no nuclear involved at all. Yeah.
1: They t- I mean, so they talk at the, at the start, the guy holds up a glass of water and says there's enough power in this or something to <laughs> fuel Chicago for a week. And it's like, OK, if you're talking about nuclear fusion or fission or I don't know what you're trying to talk about, then yeah. But you're not talking about this. You're talking about just burning hydrogen. <laughs> You just want to get another thing to burn. And, and then he decides to double down and say, yeah, if we can burn hydrogen, that will stop war.
0: Mm, will it? I-, I can see the leap he was making there. But, uh, yeah, cause you're referring to the, the speech that Alastair makes, where he's, he's saying petroleum, gas, petrol, yeah. is the, the source of all trouble in the world. The world is addicted to it, and it's the cause of most wars because... People are. Go- America is going to other countries because it wants their oil, and therefore, if we introduce a free hydrogeny alternative, then war will stop and everything will be good. But that's as far yeah. as the film goes, and it it really needs you to believe that for everything else to matter. <laughs> and then everything else
1: that follows is just vague sciencey bullshit, which I think they try to convolute it to the point that you're like, all right, it's just the. Theoretical MacGuffin, whatever that will—it's—it's it's the science thing.
3: Yes, it's the science. Yeah, yeah.
2: See, I would say they should have convoluted it more because if you tell even me, it was a bit thick. That if you extract the hydrogen from water, all that's left over is the water. I can tell you that's <laughs> not—that's not—that's not how
0: that works. I felt really bad about myself for a second there. I was like, God, if Carl thinks he's done, what am I? But then you said <laughs> that, and my brain did the equation. <laughs> and I know what's left after you remove the hydrogen from the water and it's fucking oxygen which is another thing you shouldn't burn
1: <laughs> this is the problem that the science in this film was meant to be futuristic and complicated enough that no one would question it but three idiots on a podcast have fully seen through it None of us have a clue what we're talking about, but we know this is bullshit.
2: 1996 did not see the podcast coming. That's the real problem it has. No. No, it
1: didn't. Oh, and then, bloody hell, the frequency. So oh, yeah. they talk throughout the... This is the other sort of... I don't know This is the other key to making this technology work, is the right frequency. Put your keyboard
2: to boiling water, I already said. Yeah, exactly.
1: You need to introduce a noise to make this work. But it's vague enough that he's just kind of like drilling something in the background, and that's the right frequency. Then he turns it off and plays a key on the keyboard. That's the right frequency. Basically, you need to play a note. Yeah, hit yeah, D. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you just need a noise that's sort of vaguely about right, and it'll work.
2: I'm the smartest scientist in the room. I'm the machinist, and I'm perfect. Pitch. I know that. Whenever I drill into anything, I can tell what note that is.
1: Genuinely, yeah. <laughs> and then all the other signs. Like, how would we ever, how would we ever figure out what that frequency
0: is? Buy a keyboard. Fucking <laughs> play some notes. I mean I was about to count up the number of keys on my keyboard. It is too many for me to count live for you now, but it's not enough that I couldn't test them all in an experiment <laughs> I'm being paid to do.
1: Oh
0: our, our first lovely silence boys, how's that? Okay. <laughs>
1: I was deciding whether to point out that Evan's probably looking at a computer keyboard (laughs) (laughs) slightly behind us.
0: (laughs) Wait, what keyboard? Oh, you were talking about... (laughs) Was there an actual keyboard?
1: Yeah, he played a key on his piano keyboard. Okay,
0: but that doesn't do well for Johnny. I look better in this scenario because there are less keys on that keyboard than mine, so it should take him quicker. That's true. His name's Eddie. (laughs) Uh, what did I call him? It was Johnny last
1: week. <laughs>
0: Today is not going well for me.
1: This is five beer, Evan.
0: I don't think it's the beer. I think it's Sam being back. It's throwing me off. Yeah. I'm trying to impress him Sorry. too
1: much. I'm too.
0: I pick up. I don't know I what water's
1: to, made pick up. up too much
0: yeah. I was right about the water, though, right? It is oxygen. <laughs> I didn't make a yes. full Okay, thank God. And you shouldn't burn <laughs> <earn> oxygen either? <laughs> That's bad, right? Um, pure oxygen, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fucking hell, let's move on, shall we?
0: Does somebody else want to take the lead? I'm quite embarrassed.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, so as we've covered at length, the science through the whole thing is just ridiculous. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but the plot then goes to the government, the CIA, decide to storm in at the middle of the night, wait until they've completed their experiment. Figured out how to create clean hydrogen. Then they storm in at the middle of the night, kill yeah. the lead researcher, and blow it all up. Only to then kidnap everyone else separately <laughs> and try and do it again.
0: Do it again.
2: <laughs> I think, think they're uh, C systems, right? To spoil it early, the, these people. And then there's C some systems. sort of yeah. government and private funded research something. Nothing's really ever. I think you called them no a, the enough. Illuminati at 1.7, no. which is just close enough.
1: It's it's more or
0: less. They're fully funded by the CIA. They're a CIA front, but like the government knows nothing about what they do. Which I'm maybe that's a real thing, but it's just for this specific story to work. And they, I think, why they destroy that one is because that might be some public record, and anyone who is a witness to that being created can say, "Oh, that's all lost now." but they have all the data necessary apart from Eddie's stuff.
2: They don't have Eddie's
1: keyboard. To
0: recreate it.
1: And that's because... The they don't have a keyboard. There
0: was a throwaway line where Rachel Wise asks, I keep on with saying Johnny, Eddie, if he has yet computerised the schematics for, for what he did. And he says, no, I'll do it later. I've been busy actually building it. And seems like nothing at the time, but that's what all the movie is based on is now. Because he didn't do his fucking job, all of this is happening.
1: Well, kind of. I mean, even if he had done his job, they would have blown it all up anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, so they break in. They they also explode the building, so everything is gone. Did you enjoy the bomb scene and the <laughs> tension that tried to build? Because there oh is a God. an actual bomb in the building, and it is counting up. As many bombs do, <laughs> it finally gets to 7992, whatever the significance of that number is, and then a person in the van manually triggers the bomb. So either the counter wasn't necessary, <laughs> but even if it was necessary,
2: the, what is the it counter didn't need to? two sides because it was counting up, it was the number on the left was counting up to the number on the right, but once it got there, that didn't matter unless you pressed the button, anyway. So you could have just watched the number on the left, and when it got to the number you wanted it to get to, you could, have, you could have saved so much money on a screen.
1: Technologically, technologically, this bomb is the equivalent of like one of the Looney Tunes bombs with a wire and a plunger at the other end. Because someone's got to be there to to make reels of wire falling out the
2: back of that van as they drive away. <laughs> Put some digital looking <laughs> yeah. numbers on it will seem smarter.
1: They couldn't afford the wire. They spaffed all their budget on two screens for the bomb. <laughs>
2: two screens per part of the bomb as well. Why, why? did? Why did the bomb need screens? Who was that for? Who's sitting and watching the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Just us.
0: I think it's also important to note now, the bomb explosion is huge. It is, well, it's a hydrogen bomb,
2: which is... It's both okay. huge and tiny. Yeah. It's the weirdest explosion, because it definitely looks like a nuclear explosion. Yes, It definitely has, it, it starts wiping out trucks and buildings, and you think, is Chicago going to be gone here? Because this thing just sucked in all the air from quite a range, and then just went, and everything's getting wiped out. And then it gets to the, the next morning, and they just go... It definitely wasn't nuclear, and we lost like four streets. But I watched. No, you didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, this was set out in like an industrial area, which I think it tried to make clear. But I, I do agree that it was a big explosion, but there wasn't much damage.
1: Well, it's it's just weird that the implicate the clear implication seems to be that it's a hydrogen bomb. And I thought that's what the whole thing was—that they destabilize the the experiment and turn it into a bomb and blow it up. But no, it's not. It's just. Another bomb because Keanu has to be able to motorcycle away and then fall into a ditch and just be fine.
0: <laughs> Explosions only go sideways and up. If <laughs> you go down, you're fine.
2: If the generator's not on, didn't they just blow up a big glass container of water?
0: Yes. <laughs> but you have to remember they had removed one hydrogen and one oxygen. So it may have still looked like water. But there was just one hydrogen in there. (laughs) 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 Who the fuck knows? (laughs) We are 20 minutes into this movie and we're all already lost and we'll continue. Well, I say that because that's the end of the science from now on. A lot of this from here on out is Eddie running around with stuff happening to him.
1: Oh, absolutely. They, they front-loaded all the science and they were like, right, that's, that's, that's Now I'm everything's been explained. To this. <laughs> Everybody let's just get Keanu Reeves to run around for a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll just tell him to run over there and back a few times. Film
0: that. Because this is such a big part of the movie as well, let's note here that the FBI turns up and they're going to be hunting whoever's involved in this because pretty soon on they figure out that this is a I was going to say a man-made explosion. (laughs) There's there's some other person involved in this. But uh, did you boys recognize Agent Doyle, who wasn't the main FBI agent, but he was the kind of pointier looking guy walking around?
2: He was in Small Soldiers, right? He
0: was in Small Soldiers. Yeah, he was Kevin Dunn. He was the dad in Small Soldiers. Really good to see him. And that was episode 13. It was... Anybody's interested in, in listening to that? A great
2: episode. But can, can we discuss why all these scientists—they've had their experiment blown up. Yeah. The FBI show up because of an course. experiment's been blown up, and everyone just instantly goes on the defensive. Like they're speaking to, the, like they're well, speaking to yeah. the bad guys when the FBI show up. Like Surely you want to help, but they're always like, "Yeah, I'm not." Talking. I'm not helping. They all start acting like they've got something to hide.
1: This is the issue that nothing that anyone does makes any sense after this the FBI show up and they say right any ideas what happens and everyone gets all cagey and then they take one step towards Keanu and he sprints in the opposite direction like he's you know like he's on the run
0: at the scene he completely opens up to the the guy talking to him but then once everyone else gets cagey he does go The, the annoying thing is that the people aren't cagey for the movie it's not because anyone is actually involved in this it's just for us so in this moment, we're like, it could be anyone. Like, ten minutes ago, we hadn't seen a scene where Morgan Freeman admits he's the fucking bad guy to Alistair. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know we've created this this world-changing technology, but don't tell anyone about it. This is just yeah. for
2: us. I know you all want to do the good thing, but I don't want to do that. So we can just go, oh, that's probably him then. Yes. He probably did it. Immediately, yeah. You want to give free energy to everyone and I think only America should have it. (laughs) Anyway, see you tomorrow. Maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got a bag over his head before the explosion. Yeah, so uh, the whole setup here is that Eddie has been set up and so has Rachel Wise's character. Is it Rachel Wise or Rachel Vise? I feel like it's Vice. Vice. Okay. Is that right?
2: I think I think that the Z at the end makes you think is Weiss. But
1: she is English. Well, she is very English yeah, in this film. English. She's, She's incredibly English. English. Where do you live?
2: England.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this is what drunk is.
0: <laughs> Two quotes from this brilliant movie. Okay, so Rachel Weiss, <laughs> they're being set up. So another prescient uh, link to the last movie uh, johnny mnemonic that we watched was fax plays a massive role in this too because the way that rachel weiss is set up is the scientist who was with alistair in the building before it blew up sent a fax to her that's like bring all the research to shanghai just pulled that out of the air maybe it was that uh, i think and, it was yeah yeah we'll exchange it there she set up with that and then all the fbi go to johnny's apartment in which okay so i want to i want to proof it with this
2: I won't ruin it, but it is how an idiot would write, setting someone up.
0: Yes. Well, this is how I got there. When I first saw...
1: Bring the stuff to Shanghai.
2: Wink. (laughs) A winky (laughs) blinky.
0: When I first saw the energy machine, the hydrogen power source they built, I thought, God, that looks like a bomb. You you definitely do your best. If this is a secret project to make it not look like a bomb, so everyone else wouldn't be scared about it. They wouldn't be suspicious which is really prescient for when they get to Eddie's apartment and everything looks like a bomb. And I don't get the <laughs> feeling like the, the guys planted that there because they've planted money and other stuff. But the things they're noting on is everything he's built, which is bomb shaped. It's two big half circles of steel and with a big <laughs> glass tube and everything in there, every yeah. ornament is a bomb. And they're like Everything this guy's guilty. Like a bomb. Yeah.
1: A bomb's just gone off. He's got a history. <laughs> there are 10 of bombs in
0: here. Bombs. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but the things that are planted in his flat to make it seem like he was on it is 250 grand cash just left on the side in an envelope.
0: In a room uh, full yeah. of 10 bombs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and a first transmitter with a instruction manual in Chinese. I mean, like anyone who any FBI agent where it wasn't their first day on the job would go Well, this guy's being set up. Yeah. All this evidence just set on the side for us.
0: It's already got the little yellow evidence marker next to it when they walk (laughs) in.
3: Yeah, but it takes the guy
1: about an hour and a half more of... uh, The film wasn't even that long. It takes him about an hour more of movie to figure that out. And he does it completely unprompted. Towards the end, when all of the plot lines are being resolved, he just sort of goes...
2: I reckon he didn't do but, it, actually.
3: But, but, <laughs> no shit! <laughs> but part of that yeah. problem
2: is that surely he will be like, oh, they probably did do it, when they all just go, I'm not talking to you, and then they all run away. <laughs> yeah. They didn't help themselves.
0: No, all, no oh my they don't. God. Yeah, so uh, this is the next 23 minutes of the movie. They, they run without speaking to anyone. And uh, Shannon, Constantly. who is Morgan Freeman, he does prompt them to run. Uh, He tells them to lay low, get out of there for a while because he's got his own stuff going on.
2: Can we discuss them on the run?
0: Yeah, I want to start with this. We better. As the smartest scientist who figured out this whole problem, the first thing they do when they go on the run is go to the Hyatt, one of the busiest hotels you can go to (laughs) in any city. But I submit that he made this bad decision because the motorbike isn't in the shot. And (laughs) Eddie is only smart when the motorbike is there. That's my headcanon.
2: That's a good headcanon. I submit that they're the stupidest people in the world and that everything they do is just because maybe they saw it in a movie once. <laughs> they decide, no, the cops can't figure this out. Only we can figure this out. For some reason. So no, we're not going to hand ourselves in. We're going to go on the run. We need to lie low. So let's go to the busiest bar in Chicago while we figure out our next step where the the suspect's in the biggest case in the world right now. So it's shocking they're on TV. And everyone just goes, you. And then they have to run away. That is every plan they have throughout this movie going forward is I have a plan. Oh shit, run. Starting with him running to the bridge. More or less.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He runs straight to the bridge that's going up. And it, it, the bridge goes up. He kind of climbs around a little bit and the bridge goes back down. And then what on the way back down? I love this. He grabs a pipe, yeah, jams it into the gears. Yeah, and then camera zooms out. The bridge is down. It's just it's five centimeters from being at the you know lowest spot. All he's done is, it, I mean, they could just walk on. It basically, it's it's fine.
0: It's almost a bridge. Yes. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, <laughs> what he's done is slightly damaged public property, and then
0: run just away. Continue running away. Yeah, I love that though because it's the movie trying to tell you Eddie has machinist skills. He can go into any machine and figure out how it works immediately. And then that's the last one time this happens in the movie. Yeah. All yeah. he does is find well he does innately know where the gear he know he needs to stick the, the pipe in is, but then that's it. And then yeah, you're right. Like it doesn't change anything for him. They're still chasing him and nobody really stops. Like one guy stops to fix the bridge. The rest continue to chase him. All the cops continue to chase him. The guy who fixes the bridge tried to fix the bridge. He just caused one guy overtime.
1: (laughs) Just one guy who was just trying to do his job.
2: I just love his escape in this scene because after they head into the bridge and he plops out of the bridge right to the side of them. and just It's like every sneaking section in a game ever where everyone's looking everywhere but him as he's just crawling by their feet. It just keeps zooming in on <laughs> police, checking the ceiling for him. <laughs> As he just crawls past them.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. Just out their sight lines. And then, I mean, that's it. He just gets away and just continues trying to evade police he, and then do the same thing that they're trying to do.
2: Yeah, he, he, they managed to escape on a train and go to somewhere else i can't there's an observatory
0: yeah so they go to the observatory because he knows some other side character called maggie who also knows dr shannon and he visits there every week for some reason (laughs) but their whole next part of the plan is now to try and find out more about this cia front that's running this whole thing and they believe is framing them but so eventually they get caught because he goes and he has another fantastic plan which is to make a call on a public phone, <laughs> with a person that the FBI know is connected to the case because they also call Shannon, they obviously track it. The cops immediately turn
2: up it's 20 seconds Yeah. <laughs> yeah that. he's like morgan freeman just says you shouldn't have called me and he goes no no it's okay i'm on a i'm on a payphone which means nothing it's just decided with the, that with that the police tapping on the glass it. of the payphone yeah. <laughs> so all we get is him going no it's a payphone they can't trace this and then it instantly cuts to the fbi office where they go well, here they are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and
0: then the police are there and they chase him back to the observatory where he's trying to to warn uh, lily who is rachel's character but the thing I wanted to point out here, did you note where Keanu is running through the hallways of the observatory towards the camera? No. Okay, this really stood out to me. Because if Tom Cruise is a man who has perfected running to the point where it looks inhuman, in this scene, Keanu Reeves looks like a man who has only just learned he can run. It is brain churning what he is doing at the camera. First take as well, it had to be. Or. Like he did it so many times, and the director was just like, oh, "Okay, this guy just doesn't know how to run. Let's just go go with any of them. It doesn't matter. It's insane." I'm
2: gonna. He, have he have looked to like a man who that. only learned to run in neck-high water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's a lot of arms. Yeah. Oh, he's swimming. He's, so he's swimming. He's
2: pushing through something every time, but going nowhere. <laughs> There's far too much upward force with those arms that he's getting. Very little
1: speed going. <laughs> but then he... They continue... Him and uh, Lily... Eddie and Lily... Yeah. Continue their running... They're fleeing. And I want to say they... Actually, first they go onto the roof and they get confronted by the janitor. Janitor from Scrubs.
0: Oh, was he here? This is, yeah. He's, oh, he was yes, the cop! He was. Oh!
1: And it, it really... It jogged a memory of a scene in Scrubs where the janitor references having been in a movie. But... So, Neil Flynn, the actor, has been in both this and in The Fugitive, which is the one that he references.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been in this and The Fugitive, playing a cop who gets <laughs> shot in both, both directed by the same guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. must love to hire Neil Flynn to get shot. Just to kill him. Or, is this in the same universe as The Fugitive and he lived? I'm, <laughs> get, I'm getting day out day of being a transit again. cop, that's far too dangerous. <laughs> I'm going to go be a state trooper.
1: But then the baffling thing about this... So he's, he confronts them on the roof. And at this point, let's bear in mind, they're running from the police purely because they think they can do a better job of investigating this. A helicopter comes up, blasts the guy into pieces. And what's their response? Steal his gun yeah, and I, keep running. I know. What the fuck?
0: Why would you take his gun? That's
1: why would you so
0: take his dumb. Gun? So obviously then everyone thinks they shot the police officer with his own gun. Yeah, I I think this is around where we learn that Brian Cox's character has been the one orchestrating all of this. And he's the one who sent the helicopter to shoot the police officer. And he's the one who set Eddie and Lily up in the first place. This is just a series of his bad decisions. And Morgan Freeman is really annoyed that he's done all of this. But they're they're both blaming each other. And I think it's around this time as well that the FBI figures out that this is all a CIA front. And there's a, a line here which is a great contrast to having a favorite line in the last movie. This is my least favorite line in this movie. Is Agent Ford, who is the, the main FBI agent investigating this, he says, National security does not include murdering people, domestically at least. Yes, it does. That is the very definition of national security. <laughs> what Uh, the one guy says the cia wouldn't murder people in the u.s to protect the u.s yes it is that's national security otherwise it's international security (laughs) (laughs) anyway the movie continues
1: (laughs) well one of my favorite lines is around this point as well when where eddie is in this I don't know what it is, a hovercraft type of thing. Oh, they're on On the the ice. They're on the ice. And he's spinning in circles while Lily shouts, What are you doing at him? And I feel like that sums this movie up so much.
0: But he says the best I can, which he is. And I feel like that's the closest. This is where I wrote how I felt about the movie, because I knew I wasn't getting any more out of Keanu. For this character but him saying the best i can is like okay that's the most character i've got from this guy that's the closest i'm gonna get to knowing eddie he's trying his best but in comparison to what i know nothing about you
2: so my problem my problem with them being the whole them being on the run thing is this feels a lot like the fugitive except harrison ford's character just seemed to have everything meticulously planned every step was to achieve something but these guys—they always have a plan. It's always shit, and it requires—it requires sudden appearance of ice hovercraft, because otherwise they'd be caught right now. So yeah. the plan was shit.
0: <laughs> which was from the fire department, by the way. It was the fire department ice hovercraft, <laughs> which is one of those ones that you'd have like on the. Louisiana for all those on ice fires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones you take like across the bayou. That's what I asso- associate those boats with. That's
1: very wonderful. on like. the back. Yeah, yes, yeah. But that's
2: what they yeah, escape on. Have you, Have you seen? Well, I assume you have. You watched this movie. They get to the other side and they're just sneaking along the edge of the water once again for no reason because that's what someone did in a fugitive movie they saw once, I guess. Because there's loads of open space they could be walking in and they just walk straight into the ice water for some reason and almost kill themselves.
3: Oh. She just goes
2: straight into hypothermic shock. They have to break into a house and decide, oh, we need to warm ourselves up. Best put the hob on.
3: Yeah,
1: the guy who's known for blowing shit up turns on every hob in the house.
0: <laughs> and he exclaims fire like it's the best fucking idea ever, and then they, they get on the table together and shiver there whilst the hob's on. 5 feet
2: away. This house must have had more heating than the hob in the kitchen. This (laughs) is why on the kitchen counters nearish the hob.
1: I mean it's an abandoned house. It's a fucking miracle they had gas and water.
0: (laughs) Well people are addicted to petroleum in this movie. so It's it's everywhere. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) So it's about here as well that we cut over to Morgan Freeman having his polite afternoon tea and the FBI come in and accuse him of all sorts. But then it it really made me think how old he was in this. Because I thought, this was a while ago, 1996. He looks old now, this guy looks old in this. So I checked his age, he was 59. And it reminded me of a clip I saw of Ralph Macchio on some American talk show telling everyone he was 60. And I implore you both now, whilst we're recording, to Google Ralph Macchio, who is now 62, and summon the image of Morgan Freeman in this movie and compare them both in your mind. I don't need you to do anything with it. We can move on. But it's uh, insane. I do think... Keanu
1: and Morgan Freeman are the... I don't think idiots. that's fair. They're, they're the yin and yang of ageing. In that Morgan Freeman is, yeah, perennially 60. Um, Keanu Reeves is constantly sort of mid-30s. And that'll I never said, change. And Ralph, Ralph Macchio.
2: Ralph Macchio was 14 until he was 45.
1: I mean, Ralph so. Macchio, is, he's something else. He looks 14 now still. He's 62. That's ridiculous. Disgusting, yeah. I mean, I feel like... The plot is all over the place. We're at the peak of the plot, having random threads that don't lead to anything. So really what's happening now is this conflict between the FBI and the CIA, where this hidden branch of the CIA is trying to replicate the research that they blew up. And the FBI is kind of just flailing around, (laughs) not doing anything at all. And it feels like a lot of this film is just different government agencies kind of wrangling with each other in Slightly tepid, just kind of boring interdepartmental conflicts.
0: If anything, this proves that Eddie was right because he said that the cops, the FBI, couldn't figure out what was going on, and they don't until he emails them at the end of the movie and is like, "Here's what's happening. Come get me."
2: I still maintain that he's not helpful in that by making himself the most <laughs> obvious criminal ever when he's done nothing wrong.
1: Well, there's the thing. He fakes it till he makes it. He acts like he's a criminal until he actually fucking starts shooting people.
2: Yeah, because he, he now kills the two guys who were in the helicopter earlier who killed um, the janitor as they have broken into this house that they've yeah. broken into. Number one, there's no way he was certain those weren't the homeowners. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Absolutely I didn't
0: recognise those guys, let alone him.
2: <laughs> but at the same time, I, also, I felt like this scene was where it could have become like real because they are fucking useless and they lucked and bimbled their way through two situations now where they should have been captured. At this point with the two apparently highly trained killers in the house with them kill Lily and this starts to feel like a, a movie they could die in because right now it's like watching a comedy with the wrong music they're idiots but the music's tense so you don't realise it but nothing they do is smart
1: that's bang on yeah, they bumble their way through every single situation. And yeah, somehow... I mean, the police aren't even factor in this. They're so useless. Okay. The FBI are basically just as bad. They've got no idea what's going on or where they are. in their office.
0: That's how little they know what... They aren't out and about following no, clues. They
1: don't know what's going on at all. Even the highly trained CIA assassins are... Yeah, just kind of stumbling through corridors getting... Taken out by a machinist and a physicist.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. Lily should have died here. At least then this could be like a revenge thing towards the end. And then if Keanu actually sets off the bomb on purpose, it would have meant something. But yeah, from here and from the start of the movie, we just bumble about.
1: And what would have been lost if she died? Oh, nothing. Really?
0: Nothing. Nothing. She We've does have the bad scene
1: now.
2: She already did the accent. She's already, she already said she's English. What else is needed? If you're not the villain. Yeah. And just once more to prove that their plans never work. They have the idea to send a note to Morgan Freeman in some flowers so that they, they can ask him to meet at a museum. Yeah. <laughs> and the second that they, these flowers arrive, the FBI just pull over the flower boy and go, what was the note in those flowers? Oh, okay, well, we know where they're going then.
1: <laughs> Even the FBI is like, oh, a flower delivery to that guy. Okay.
0: And that's where we get Michael Shannon, by the
2: way. Oh yeah, Michael Shannon. This is Michael Shannon, Shannon yeah. yeah, delivering flowers.
0: Just one line, Michael Shannon, famous actor. In yeah, this it was. Movie. I didn't know
2: how famous he was yeah, in 1960s. Really so like, is he carriers. about to do something, or is this an early role? But it turns out it was just him. Not he had one line, and then he leaves. But yeah, Morgan Freeman shows up at this museum where they've managed to get him to it without anyone realizing. But shock, everyone's realized. They're all there waiting. So the plan didn't work, and once again, it's just Keanu running around a museum. After somehow beating up oh, four CIA I love agents, the way that
1: they're just, waiting as we have, well.
2: No, no, no difficulties. Lifts one up by the throat and chucks him into a, yeah. a display cabinet. Where's this come from? He's a scientist.
1: One of these CIA agents looks like he's there dressed in a Halloween costume of a CIA agent. He's there in a museum on his own with sunglasses and a full suit.
0: <laughs> it's like there's nothing you could wear that would be more obvious. Well, he catches on to that because they, they tried to escape. They duck down in the crowd and they get into an aeroplane exhibit. But instead of blending in, Keanu climbs on top of the aeroplane, another <laughs> bumble pump, because once he's up there, even he realises... Oh, there's nowhere for me to go oh oh this isn't taking off <laughs> <laughs> but then somehow again he escapes they get they get rachel she's gassed she's taken away in a wheelchair she's put in the back of a van he is all of a sudden in another wing of the museum uh, he tries <laughs> he tries to get out of a door He can see there are chains on. It's very funny. He's jiggling them, trying to get out. Even if he got out there, I don't know what he thinks he's going to do. There are five of them and one of them. He just lifted
2: up four men (laughs) who believes he can break a chain (laughs) now?
0: He was a man who believed he could stand on top of a flying aeroplane. Hey, he doesn't know these things. He's not a
1: scientist. He's just a guy with a motorbike who happens to be around (laughs) and luck luck his way into (laughs) discovery.
2: He you now heads off to hide
0: again. Well, first he takes down the, the plate of the van, doesn't he? This is an important point, which is what I do whenever anyone, when I'm crossing a zebra crossing and they drive when they should stop to let me pass, oh. I make a point of looking at, at the back window so they can see me and mouthing their number plate at them <laughs> so they think I'm recording it <laughs> like some sort of Rain Man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say whenever
3: someone kidnaps Chloe. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> 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 Every time he takes down... <laughs> and
0: breaks in i would be even more useless than get if somebody kidnapped chloe she is gone i don't even answer my phone to people i know if a kidnapper phoned me and it was a number that isn't saved there is no chance i'm answering it
2: <laughs> sat at home waiting for that call phone rings unknown number reject
1: They'd be, set, they'd be sending emails. They're all in this junk folder. Sending. They'd be sending letters. They're all getting battered by the Royal Mail. So they're unreadable.
2: <laughs> Going to be flush with stamps by the end of this.
0: <laughs> I can pay for a return in stamps.
1: <laughs> How many stamps did the Royal Mail send if your girlfriend gets killed?
2: Well, we'll- 500 in five and a thousand in tens. Of... How many do you want in stamps? Because I'm flush. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many is that in first class and second class?
2: <laughs> they are legal tender. <laughs> really? This is another one of the whole he has no plan but things just kind of work out things. Because so now he just wanders the street for a bit. Sits next to a homeless man. And then, by pure, by pure happenstance, the police just turn up both get out of their car and leave it unlocked with the key in the ignition. So you can just climb in and Google, well, I say Google, you can look up this license plate and find out that it's registered to the super secret corporation. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Legal. The, the location is completely delisted everywhere. It's secret in every way, just deleted from every record, but it's on just this guy's number plate.
0: The very lowest level of law enforcement have access to where this secret CIA front is based. Yeah. They might as
2: well yeah. have just had the side of the van saying C systems
1: Shh <laughs> 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 Which, yeah, and then he just he just shows up and walks in. He he puts a hat on. A
0: hard hat. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's below level, like when no one can find him. He's looking up through the grate. He can, he's below the secret room in which everyone is having the secret talks. And he sees Lily, Rachel Weiser's character. They share a knowing look. They're failing to put the experiment together. So Keanu's big idea is, okay, I'll go in there and I'll fix it. I go I'll go in there it for them. and I'll make the hydrogen bomb. And then my plan will will happen.
1: Which, by the way, is all they've been trying to get him to do the whole film. They've just been trying to get him in a car, get him <laughs> over there, and have him fix it. And then they'll probably pay him, and he can go.
2: He was told half a film ago, make it work, and you can have your life back. And he's yeah. no, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So he sneaks in and doesn't. He's not going
1: to murder people. Sneak in and make it work. He will only
0: do a plan if it backfires.
2: <laughs> and it does. I don't have a question about this, though. But so, C systems have built their own identical like, water, like, tank. water tank. <laughs> yeah, water tank. Yeah. But I just, are they not worried that after like, an explosion of a, like, an experimental hydrogen power thing where like, everyone close to it dies or is murdered, and then they just show up and go, hey, yeah, we've got an exact copy of that now. Do you want to buy it from us? So they're not worry that seems a bit fishy.
1: This is the problem. Their plan makes no sense. I mean yeah so they blew, they blew up the original tank and then like what if they want if they want to hide all the evidence just kill all the scientists. Bury it. Delete all the evidence if you don't want it to happen or if you do want it to happen. Steal it. Don't blow it up. Just take it with you.
0: What makes even less sense is they were building this thing in another location with another group of completely random scientists when they could have just done that in their own location with the scientists they already had in the first place why are they building it somewhere else to blow it up to get that data and build it here with other people who you also now have to kill because they know about it you're just including too many people everybody in this movie has the, the worst plans and it's extending the length of the movie to an unreasonable amount.
2: Yeah, the, the, one, of, one of Morgan Freeman's big issues was, well, Chen's here and he's linked to the Chinese. and We can't have the Chinese having this. Oh God, I forgot that character. Yeah, he, Chen shuffles into a room in his pyjamas occasionally. Just kind of says hi.
0: Yeah, I don't think we... <laughs> he was part of the original team. He yeah. was the one who hired Lily in the first place. He went missing, so he was the original suspect. And now he turns up, and it turns out he's been a prisoner the entire time, but he's just the project manager. He's effectively the marketing guy for this project and for some reason they stole him first and clearly he knows nothing because when he walks out in his vest top and his little tighty (laughs) whiteys he's real distressed about how little he knows about this so he's real happy to see Lily. He only knows how to book teams meetings. (laughs) (laughs) He's just doing the fucking feedback surveys for the climate of the office. (laughs) How satisfied are you with your Job. Well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> he's, he's
2: the big yeah, issue. He's barely HR. He's the big issue for Morgan Freeman. But then we go to their big, their other facility, and it's just got a bunch of Russian scientists anyway. So
1: who have apparently done absolutely nothing except build a tank and put some water in it. There's okay, so okay. We've this is the problem. This is I think the main problem with this film is that it tries to do this thing where it implies that everything that's happening is very clever and you just don't understand it but the problem is everyone watching
3: has gets watched it, and yeah. knows how
1: fucking stupid it is and knows that nothing makes any sense it's trying to do sort of high level yeah. science that you don't understand doing a bit of jurassic park but no no we get it and you're wrong
2: no part of this movie is as
0: smart
1: as it thinks it. if you're going no,
0: no to try to be smart, smart no. don't pick hydrogen that's one of the first ten we're all familiar oh, it's the with the first element no. pick <laughs> Zenon or something that I know nothing about.
2: Yeah, pick neon and just make it a really shiny tank. I don't know what neon does. Yeah, perfect. Pick neon and just build a gigantic lava lamp or something. Is that what's in there? I don't know.
1: And then they just they throw some shady government organizations in because oh, this was yeah. the nineties and everyone was really into the government doing shady shit. It's all very kind of vaguely MK Ultra and oh, yeah. isn't the government devious?
2: It used to be in the movies, and now it's just half of all of American government keep saying that's happening to MAGA baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was very uh, reminiscent of the tuxedo to me, where there's this secret organisation, again, <laughs> doing something with water. yeah, <laughs> And water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: And idiots being inexplicably capable of doing <laughs> yeah. ridiculous things.
0: Well, it all goes to shit, because Kenu's plan was he would make it work, but... He was sat at Shannon's desk when Shannon came back to the office and he he had the finger on the key to shut it all down and also at the same time send an email to the FBI and all scientists in the world about this research and it gives Shannon an ultimatum. You know, come round or I press this button. Shannon doesn't come round, he does press the button. Everything goes to fuck. But then one of the scientists who claimed to have to figured yes. it all out in the first place, he starts turning stuff off, and it actually starts turning into a bomb, and yeah. everybody starts rushing out.
2: He's built everything that was needed to fix their machine, hacked all their computers in this super secure facility all overnight, and set it up so that if they don't do the thing they offered to do before he went completely rogue... One button. He can just shut everything down. Super secret facility. All he has to he do is literally like seven, eight, nine.
0: Yeah, he can lock all it. Doors. Wipes
2: all the computers, emails all their files, and blows the place up accidentally.
1: Honestly, you're the CIA. Set a password. Lock the door.
0: Yeah, why isn't anything encrypted in this place? A big part of this movie was talking about how everything was encrypted and in this organisation, which is why the FBI doesn't know what's going on. And then Keanu walks in and everything's open to him. Not a single yeah. thing is there a barrier between Eddie and the thing he needs. He walks into the conference room, goes on
1: the main, like, computer. Doesn't need to log in. There's no signing credentials. He just <laughs> boots it up and starts typing. Admin, admin. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and there's a line. There's, there's a line here when um shit. What's his name? When Shannon walks in, uh, Eddie says. Any they're having this confrontation. Eddie says, "Power and money. Is that what all this was about?" And Shannon says, "I'm afraid it's a little more complicated than that, Eddie." No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it was power and money.
0: It was those two things. When it
1: yeah, that, that's literally all it was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Again, just a film trying to convince you it was something else. It, it wasn't. It was, the, it was yeah. the first thing you thought it was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He says, And the main character calls it out. Yeah. His explanation is, well, if you introduce cheap energy, then the stock market will crash and that will affect America's global power. You just said power and money in more words than yeah. that. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. clears throat>
0: Put power and money in a sentence. <laughs> 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 well, and he presses the button... It all goes to shit. The the guy fucks more shit up, it turns into a bomb, so everybody has to start evacuating. I know we, we questioned the size of the last explosion, but it was bigger than the, the the pace people are moving at at the end of this movie. People are still in the building when this thing goes off, and it doesn't kill nearly enough. It goes off underground, they outrun it. but as we've established, explosions go up and across. And everybody should be dead, but they're not. They all escape. Everybody's fine, Even though for you to be on the ground, there needs to be ground underneath. But the explosion <laughs> removes all of that.
1: that. That literally, the last, what is it, 20 minutes of this film can be summarised as thing explodes, everyone gets away. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a tussle. Uh, Yeah, Shannon kills, uh, what was his name, Lyle or something? Brian Cox. uh, Morgan Morgan Freeman kills Brian Cox.
2: The actor, not the scientist.
1: The end. (laughs) Which was pretty confusing with a film about physics. (laughs) (laughs) Although, if they brought a physicist into this film, it wouldn't have ended up like this.
0: Wouldn't have been this film, no. No, not at all. Explosions also go down. <laughs> that was, they brought him in
1: as a consultant. That's the only thing he said. So they fired him. <laughs>
3: oh, we've already written the credits. So when it says Brian Cox, we'll have to get the
1: other one. And this explosion, does. it goes across and then it goes up. And it goes up the shaft that they're escaping in. in yeah, this, on that rickety uh,
0: elevator. He calls it a basket, which really bothered me
1: whatever the, the whatever type of elevator it is. It's not a basket. It's, it's not a basket.
0: It's, it's not... They're not at the bottom of a well. <laughs> Climbing into a bucket. I would not... Yeah, a bucket is different to a... A basket's a level down again, isn't it? A basket you would put bread in, or picnic wear. <laughs> a basket can't carry water, let alone people escaping an explosion which is going both across and up. But it... <laughs>
1: The explosion does go up and it blows them up oh, yes, This nice. raging hot explosion goes up, blasts them up, drops them back down, and they're just a bit dusty. But then the thing that bugged me is they get to the top, they they, they escape from this yeah. basket yep.
2: and then everybody
1: cheers. Why are you cheering? Who are you? You just tried to kill them. Where's your badge?
2: <laughs> It is pretty obvious that this story is being told in the future by Keanu Reeves. (laughs) And then I beat up four CIA agents.
1: (laughs) And then I rode away on my
2: motorcycle. (laughs) And then we got out and everybody clapped and cheered. And Rachel Vice was there.
0: (laughs) And also I was in a basket.
2: I'm a machinist, but I hacked to the CIA. So we took away mm-hmm.
0: one hydrogen and one oxygen, and what we were left with was free energy. <laughs> and water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, another thing I loved about this, about the bullshit science, coming back to that, something that you mentioned, Carla, I didn't pick up on until you said it, was when they're, when they're going through all of the mumbo-jumbo science shit, they say, okay... The laser is heated up to 4 million Kelvin, which yeah. I think you checked this and it's something like it's a thousand times hotter, times hotter, than, hotter than, the surface than the sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a thousand <laughs> times. How much, how much coal
0: are you burning to heat that up? There's your power source right there. Yeah. <laughs> the laser could power the world or destroy it.
2: Imagine making that laser and using it to boil water. <laughs>
0: Well, that brings us to the end of the movie, boys.
2: It does. Yeah. My God. Did we, did we notice, or do we agree that seeing as though the FBI figured out it was all a stitch-up and the C-Systems were the bad guys, that Keanu Reeves could have done nothing and everything would have worked out fine?
1: He could have done anything other than what he did and things yeah. would have been better
2: than they were. There wouldn't have been an explosion. They never would have figured out how to get their machine to work crazy
0: he would have saved 25 cents on that phone call
1: (laughs) (laughs) and on that fax my god
0: before we move on to what we thought of this technically a movie sam give us those bad reviews i've been waiting so hard for this i've done a couple (laughs) since you've been gone i did them for the last episode in anticipation of this very perfect moment give them to me
1: well, there were barely any reviews for this. This is quite an obscure movie. Yeah. So the first, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes at first and there were like 30 reviews. So I was thinking, I didn't think there would be much hope. But I found a couple that I quite enjoyed. So these are all from Letterboxd. Bartleby Taco says, gives it one star. <laughs> yeah, there are some good names. <laughs> gives it one star. Yeah. Not the name you, you would
2: buy know. when you are in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they didn't seem to like it, though. <laughs> I stuck with it and left this review (laughs) yeah you could say this movie was quite the chain reaction I yawned and then I yawned again what's next friggin' bedtime (laughs) that said Rachel Vice is one of the most beautiful women who's ever walked the planet which is news to no one if she asked me to kill myself I would do it
0: I love those Jennifer Connolly vibes.
1: It's right back to the Jennifer Connolly thing.
0: Mm. <laughs> Jennifer Connolly. Freaking bedtime. <laughs> um,
1: then the, ne- the next one, These these are all one star. The next one's also one star by W. Brock. I didn't know this movie existed until last week, and I'm still not sure it does exist. <laughs> which I feel like resonated with me, because I swear, if you ask me in even a month's time about Chain Reaction and tell me the plot, I'll be like, never heard of it.
2: Evan watched it two hours ago and kept forgetting the plot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me tomorrow, I'll have no idea who any of these people are. It's so forgettable, it's so generic. And one more, another one star by Isaac. Love how they completely forgot to get in one last big computer effect shot. So they just awkwardly slapped a second of it at the end before hard cutting to the number for the THX hotline. <laughs> and this leads me on to ask both of you, did you see the post credit scene? What?
0: No! I turned it off! Did you not?
1: <laughs> so did I until I read this review, then I went back. It's, it's exactly as they say. It cuts to the end. And you can take a moment after this to go and, take to to go and it. check. But all you get, all you get is a <clears> top-down view of a big, fake-looking explosion, and then it's about three seconds of post credit scene. It's genuinely like they forgot to include it. It's the C-Systems place exploding for about two seconds, three seconds, <laughs> and then hard cut to the THX hotline. <laughs> like, fuck you, you didn't like the special effects, call them.
0: <laughs> like, somebody was editing the movie and accidentally dragged the credits in between the little scene of the explosion and Johnny oh, Eddie walking away,
1: absolutely, yeah, it's it's just one shot, and I didn't believe it was there until I went back and looked. And yeah, it's so weird and out of place. It, you can hardly call it a post-credit scene. It's, as, I, I it's worse. I refuse is to call worse it worse than the one from Spy Kids with just <laughs> a hallway. <laughs> Hydrogen will return. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So there you go. There's about reviews. Thank you so much, and that leads us to the all-important question, boys. And I'm sorry to make you feel like second fiddle today, <laughs> Carl, but because Sam is bad, I'm starting with him. Sam, so you think that was good, do
1: you? Wow, I didn't expect this to be me. This wasn't even my choice. This is Carl's choice, although they're all Carl's choice. So yeah, fair enough. he's
0: done this to us all.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I'd never heard of this before watching, and I've never heard of it after watching. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't think it was good. I think, like I said, this is a product of its time. People, I think film, TV and film was in this state of, we had this obsession with shady government secrets, the MK Ultra type stuff, the bloody... X-Files and shit like that where we all wanted there the to be secret government agencies doing very interesting things, but there's not much substance to it other than that. And then there's also the whole 90s obsession with future technology without expanding on it that goes everything from Jurassic Park to Flubber. This kind of sits <laughs> in between those two this in terms of how ridiculous flubber. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, bang average film. Nothing much to say about it.
0: Very forgettable. <laughs> Carlos, since you recommended this movie,
2: you yeah. say so recommended. I've never seen this movie. I just. <laughs> you know, I just pulled the I name out the of the page and just picked four that I hope will be slightly linked in that they're all sci fi. Yeah, no, I'm, no, yeah, bad film, mate, bad film. It's, it's meant to be a thriller, but no one ever feels in danger because t- there's two idiots bimbling around who you never feel like they're in danger because they're playing Fugitive, but it always works out and then there's morgan freeman who is just chilling every situation and you know he's going to be fine and he is fine so you're never worried about anyone but he's he's also quite interesting in that he's his intentions are bad but he's also somewhat their ally he's an interesting character within a shit story he's on the side of the bad guys whilst also trying to help the, the protagonist the good guys he has the same goals as the bad guys, but doesn't agree with their methods. But he is a part of their organization, it's quite interesting. But he's wasted in this film one star,
0: and he totally gets away. By the way, one star, what well, have what? Well, one star's one star, isn't it? So it doesn't matter, Evan. Bottom of the <laughs> rung, <row. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the lowest amount on any scale that it could be. I just want to quickly cut out, you mentioned the fugitive, and we've already said that this is the same director as The Fugitive. This one just, you know, flopped compared to that. I did have a quick glance around IMDb and I looked at who the writers were on this. And I mean, no one that you would have heard of, certainly no one that I've heard of, but interesting point, there were three writers on this film. And for all three of them, it was their first time ever writing a film. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. So they, they had a scene each. That's but what it felt like. It felt
2: like about. stupid people trying to write The Fugitive. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And this is why, yeah, none of the characters have any development except maybe the one FBI guy.
2: And they never have a good plan. No. They either have a failed plan that they have to run away from, or Deus Ex Machina thing appears that they need right then and there. (laughs) Oh look, the ice hovercraft, or thank God this police car showed up. Lucky, there's a badge to get into the building just sat here so I can go in.
0: Luckily, I can just put a hat on and get in. (laughs) Like if these guys have turned up and shot that cop for me. Yeah. To agree with you both, this had all the stuff you need for this technically to be called a movie. Every beat felt like it belonged, and I know what I was supposed to feel throughout, but it just never came home for me. And I think it's because we start this movie knowing nothing about Eddie, other than he's a scientist and he has a motorbike. Uh, We don't know his roots, if he has family, what his home life is like, or if he has any personal goals outside of this project, which he doesn't even really seem that interested in. So whenever he does something cool or something that should be exciting, I have no no source material, nothing to compare it to, nothing to think like, oh, this is this guy doing the best he can do. He's literally just always a man doing stuff, which is what led this to be pretty disappointing to me. Like this isn't John Wick, where he is just a man doing stuff. But because somebody killed his dog, he loved nothing happened to this guy other than really he lost his job.
2: More than that, like John Wick is a man <laughs> doing stuff that he was trained to do and learn to do that he used to do. Eddie just whatever needs to be done in that scene, he can yeah. do now. He beat the shit out of four CIA he, agents. He can
0: kind of do it, yeah. He's and he's, he might
1: have. A he's band. the empty space where a protagonist fits in.
2: I just assumed, oh, this is the scene where they get caught because he's surrounded, and then he just picks one up like a Neanderthal and throws him by the throat because now he can do that. <laughs> all that drilling holes into things has made him freakishly strong.
0: <laughs> you just have to hit someone in the head in the right frequency and they go down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you boys so much for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at SayThinkPod. Please do leave us that five-star review wherever you're listening. It will help us reach more people and join us again next week for A Scanner Darkly. Till then, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.